welcome to the PS Lifestyle Wellness Podcast, Wellness in Your World. As a reminder, PS Lifestyle Wellness is an exciting and visionary project breaking new ground within the wellness industry and it combines our resource efficient wellness club along with our online wellness programs. And whilst our design and build move forward, we bring you the PS five areas of wellness online. So conversations about real wellness, no fads, no weird trends, and we clear the fog that can make wellness seem so confusing and intimidating. So if you need the facts, credibility, expertise, and a little bit of humor, stay tuned for some wellness in your world. So I'm Lindsay McKenzie. And I'm Pamela Griffin. And together we are co-founders of PS Lifestyle Wellness. And today we are delighted to welcome meditation and mindfulness expert and behavioural change coach, Andrew Johnson, to the Wellness in Your World podcast. For over 25 years, Andrew has been helping people relax, change and create the lives they want through his range of online self-care recordings, guided meditations, apps, online courses and workshops. His work has motivated and empowered people across the world and has helped them cope with stress, overcome anxiety or fears, break habits and achieve their full potential. With over 15 million downloads and streams to date, that's an impressive number, Andrew's recordings are the best-selling self-help recordings on the Apple and Android app stores. Andrew, does that sound accurate? I think that deserves a round of applause, does it not? Thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome, Andrew. It's, it's, thank you, thank you for the invite, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. It's mostly accurate. I think it's amongst the best selling. Ah, okay. But, yes, amongst the best selling. Uh, yeah, the, the, the streams of... of uh, uh, the apps have made such a difference. I counted up. I'm on uh, an app. I've got a ton of apps myself, but I'm on an app called Insight Timer, which is a huge meditation app, mostly free. But um, I counted up the other day, uh, the start of the year actually, and and we've just passed six million streams on Insight Timer alone, which is wow. mind blowing. So yes, it's been a bit of a journey the last 25 years. Yeah, um, so tell us about it then. <laughs> what, the whole thing? Yes. Yes, okay. absolutely, yeah. From, All right. from beginning to end, or beginning to now. Okay, well, uh, I'm, I started as a clinical and medical hypnotherapist in uh, 1994 into five, I did my training. I had. A long time previous, uh, or a long time before that, I had built up a, an interest in meditation and the power of the mind. And so I, I had a pretty successful one-to-one session client base in in the west coast of Scotland, and uh, had a bunch of recordings that I gave to clients, and then started selling his CDs and MPs. Get into the get into the app store really early, 2009. Uh, my business partner at that point and I released the world's first meditation app in January 2009 and we just we just kept going with it and um, about 18 months ago my business partner and I had a very amicable split and I took over the app side of the business and have been redeveloping them. Oops, redeveloping them? You wouldn't think I spoke for a living would you? Uh, ever since. So you're uh, and that's, that's where I am. 
You were you were a pro boy ahead of the game, 2009. Yeah. 2009, shoot. yeah. Um, so that comes from being, as well as a therapist and a coach, that comes from being a, a bit of a geek or a nerd and being a, t a technology fan. And I had seen the, the I had seen what, how I delivered recordings change from cassettes, believe it or not. Yes. But, and then when recordable CDs came along, putting them on CDs, making a little bit of money, getting them professionally done, mm -hmm. and then when the iPod was launched, create you know changing from CDs to MP3s. And over the period of the first year, people started saying, I don't want CDs anymore. Wow. In fact, somewhere in Ayrshire, there are boxes of CDs professionally made that you can't give away for love nor money because no one has CD players anymore. Ah, but, but keep them because this, this, people used to say the same thing about vinyl and that's made a huge comeback. So, you know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. But I, so when when the iPod came out and I thought, okay, things are shifting to MP3s, I, I just kept my eyes open to see what else was in the pipeline. And when the app store opened, I thought, well, this could be interesting. But never did I think I would, 12 years later, I'd still be in that business of delivering my recordings over the app store and over, you know, into mobile phones and tablets. So it's been a huge shift for me and it changed my business completely. Yeah. So why did you get into, just going back to the beginning, why did you get into the whole kind of, do you class yourself as being in the, the mindfulness arena or the meditation or both, or how do you define what you do? Well, it's, it's my career has always sort of, it's changed organically. It's just grown into something. So I started off as a, as I said, a clinical hypnotherapist, but very quickly, I mean, in the, third or fourth month of my career, 95 I think it was, I started working in a in a, in a cancer support centre doing voluntary therapy sessions. That quickly took me into working with groups of people and working with groups of people they all started asking for things like stress management and relaxation training. And I started doing that and discovered a real love of working with groups. And after a couple of years, um, I had, in fact, it was the Cancer Support Centre that had asked me to do the first recording. I went into a professional recording studio and did a, my, my original sort of relax track, which I think then became the first app. Um, and I thought to myself, I could do this sort of training, build a day's training in this and take it into the corporate market, which I started doing. Uh, I did a bit in the NHS, I did a bit in Bupa, and I, I worked with a number of charities. Discovered a real love for training, teaching people resilience training. And But at that point, in the late, mid to late 90s, there's no way you could have mentioned meditation or mindfulness, even though it was a great love of mine. Um, and over the last 10 years, I've seen this shift from going in and doing stress management, resilience training, wellness training, well-being training, and not mentioning meditation or mindfulness. And now the corporate market are actually actively looking for meditation and mindfulness. It just turns out that what I was doing initially is very easily modified 
to teach meditation and mindfulness. It's the same core skills. Mm-hmm. And what are those core mm-hmm. skills? Well, I believe that I believe that if you start off by learning meditation and mindfulness, it's a great and wonderful journey. But I I believe that it's much better to learn relaxation skills first. I think that when you learn to what's to rebuild what's called the relaxation response, then you train your body in a way that without mentioning meditation and mindfulness, you train your body and your mind to go into a deeply relaxed state. And then if you choose to go down a meditation route or a mindfulness route or a goal setting route or a visualization route, you have the core skills to go into any of those practices. Um, And I believe it's really important that people understand that when you can learn to relax, it has massive benefits in all areas of your life, physical and mental, and so many in so many areas. And it's never been needed, I would say, so much as it's <laughs> needed at the moment. Let's face it. Yeah, it's a it's a tough time at the moment for an awful lot of people. I see that every day. I'm, I'm doing live classes every day, and I have been since the first lockdown. And uh, I. I yeah, I see what's happening and I hear what's happening with a lot of people. So it's it's tough. It's really tough. And do you still work on a one-to-one basis with clients then, Andrew? Or is your, is your platform now really all on online apps and all that kind of stuff? Or do you still have people that you just speak to on a one-to-one basis? Um, I will see a one-to-one. I'll do a one-to-one session if it's needed in person. COVID has really knocked that in the head, however. Um, but no, the majority of, I did 17 years of seeing one-to-one clients. And then when the apps really took off, I decided to focus on that and that alone. Um, and that has proved to be a, a good decision. Uh, it's it's important, I think, to reach for me to reach as many people as I can. and. Uh, being in the digital world has allowed me to do that. Yeah, yeah. So going back to um, the, the huge benefits, can you tell us what some of them are? Of well, certainly of relaxation. Yeah. I I believe that the number one benefit of learning to relax and learning to switch off the body and deepen the breathing and slow the heart down and clear the mind is sleep. I think that the first thing that is affected by an awful lot of folk when they're dealing with change and uncertainty, which is really what's happening at the moment, no one really knows what's happening. Um, The the one thing that gets affected so quickly is sleep. And I believe strongly that it doesn't really matter what's happening in your life, whether it's financial or or physical or mental or whatever. If you get a a good night's sleep, things are easier. There is no doubt of that, absolutely no doubt. Um, But also, I think learning to relax gives you a a, a little space between what's happening external to you and what's happening internal. So it gives you this little break between um, watching the news 
and and then having that automatic response of fear <laughs> or panic or depression um and it makes you much more aware of what you're holding on to in your body physically and emotionally when mm. you recognize that and you have the techniques to let it go a little easier that that makes a huge difference um again no matter what's happening with people in the lives uh if you think about something like chronic pain or, or what happened in in the cancer support center was that people would say to me all i do is get told what to do by consultants and doctors and nurses and friends and family and whoever they're all giving me advice and what relaxation and meditation has done is give me a bit of control over how i feel and i think that's really what we all want in many cases is to feel a bit more in control Definitely. so something simple like relaxation can can really help you control how you feel mm-hmm. and change how you feel yeah it's that um mind body connection isn't it um you know science shows that uh they've, they've identified how stress and depression and other mental health states can alter organ function and show that there's a real kind of anatomical basis for what people would call psychosomatic illness and that's not to suggest that it's all in your head but it is because it's all in your your brain it's all in your nervous system um yeah but those but those psychosomatic illnesses actually produce very real and often really debilitating symptoms um so if you can if you can not detach mind from body um then you're 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 halfway to feeling you know partly better oh absolutely i mean it's i i believe and this is you know this is such a uh, a strange thing to say but i believe we all have one or two genetic weak links that when we get stressed over a period of time it will show in our body mm-hmm. and there are generalities <laughs> like you know feeling it in your shoulders and feeling it in your stomach feeling it in your neck the tension in your jaw and things like that but over the years i've seen people who have come in to see me and they'll they'll come along because they have um let's just say uh a, a really ongoing skin issue where they're having to put steroidal creams on their skin especially in their arms and they go to the doctors and the doctors with the best of intentions are looking at it and saying well let's try this cream or let's try that cream or let's do this or get some whatever and i will say to the to the people you know how long have you had this oh 10 years mm. blah 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 and then you say you know what makes it better is there anything at all that makes it better than they go oh yes when i go on holiday and yeah. I, i have two weeks and yep. it clears up isn't that strange yeah. <laughs> isn't that oh, unusual and, yeah and it must be the sun well yeah but it'll be all down to your diminished stress levels mm-hmm. yes yeah. it really uh, is yeah. and yeah. there are so many things that we we carry about with us that on an ongoing basis over time will have a physical yeah. response stress really isn't the issue it's how long we hold on to it because we can get stressed we can we can we can see something that happens to us that just changes instantaneously how we feel physically and emotionally 
And then most of us let it go. Thank goodness we can, because we'd all be basket cases. <laughs> Literally. Yes. But we let it go. That's what human beings do. They let it go. But the, the longer it remains in the system and the more link there is to when you think about it or remember it, the energy in the system, the yeah. chemicals reacting again yeah. to give you yeah. the fear, the panic, the whatever, then it has a, an ongoing physical effect. If you relax the mind, the body will follow. And if you relax the body, the mind will follow to a degree. And when you can learn to relax both, it's wonderful. And it has profound effects, positive effects on people. I have to say, Andrea, somebody who was always a little bit, I don't know if dubious or nervous is the right word to use about doing meditation, I've got an incredibly busy mind and I was, I've done it a few times way before recently and I just found it impossible and, and quite intimidating. Um, I, I'd, I'd, there were a few times through my, some of the jobs I've done previously where they, they brought people in as a group and you would, you would do sort of 10, 15 minutes and I just found that quite tricky. I just found it too difficult because of the way I am. And, and it always, I always felt like I was doing it wrong because they would say things like clear your mind. And it's like, well, the minute you tell me to clear my mind, all I do is I start thinking about things and it, it kind of got me a bit more stressed. But since I've, and I'm not just saying this, but, but genuinely since I've started listening to your meditation, your guided meditation, what I like about yours, Andrea, is that you say very openly quite early on in, in, in a lot of the recordings that I use thoughts will come and go and that's fine like don't you know and, and almost instantly that kind of put yeah. my mind at rest because you're saying look it's it's almost impossible to clear your mind so what would be your advice to anyone about like me who who maybe hasn't used meditation for or, or relaxation techniques for that reason because they found it a little bit uh, overwhelming or intimidating how how do you start what's what's the best thing to do well the, the the problem that you were encountering on those classes was nothing to do with you that was the way it was delivered and that was the, per the the person who was delivering it that was their issue and if they can't see that or teach it in the proper way then they shouldn't be doing it over the years, one of the reasons that a lot of corporates wouldn't do meditation is they would have someone coming in in their Jesus robes and telling folk to sit cross-legged on the floor and hum. Exactly, yeah. and I think for a lot of people yeah. that actually still, maybe not so much now, but I think that's what you've probably had to battle against for many mm -hmm. years is that, you know, yes. that's that's really not what, what it's about. And that is quite intimidating, the whole kind of sitting in a lotus position and humming and all that kind of stuff you know that's that's not really my bag however since no. discovering your meditations it's it has honestly changed a lot of things for me it's it's oh, helped a so lot with, no it genuinely has like with mm. sleep especially um it's it's been wonderful so yeah. so you know i would urge people to download your app and start with even because you do you know you do even sort of two three minute you know, I, uh... meditations and things don't you andrew like where you don't have to have 45 minutes out of your day to be able to do no. it. No, no, I do. I think in the, the latest app, there's a range of what I called SOS tracks, which mm -hmm. is just to stop you and bring you into the moment, to, to stop the, the mind racing off. Yeah. And the heart starting to go. And it's just to, I would have called them a little kick in the ass meditation, <laughs> but I think 
<laughs> it's better to call it SOS because that's what folk need sometimes. Just if it's if it's a three minute recording that stops you reaching for a cigarette mm-hmm. or stops you saying the wrong thing to the wrong person mm-hmm. or stops you, you know, throwing your laptop out the window. And we've all got to that stage. We all, you know, there's nothing wrong with feeling like that. It's knowing that you have a solution, an alternative to it. I think one of the things that's really important is this, really important to point out is this, the imagery that's used with meditation puts a huge amount of people off. Mm -hmm. This is the same as yoga. There's a lot of people out there who will publicize yoga classes and they'll be they'll be in some position that makes them look like a human pretzel. <laughs> a human and pretzel, folk, wonderful. A human pretzel. And people will look at that and go, I can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Therefore, this is not for me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and I the know. reason yeah. the reason that people sit cross-legged in meditation, well there's many reasons, but the, the main reason is that meditation came from the East, especially India, and people in India sit cross-legged on the floor to eat their dinner. Yes. <laughs> That's it. It's, That's it. And if you've done that most of your life, you're really comfortable doing it. But if you spent most of your adult life sitting in a leather settee watching the telly, trying exactly. to get down into cross-legged position yeah. is painful and embarrassing and not conducive to relaxation Mm -hmm. and anyone who says you need to do this in meditation Mm -hmm. you need to clear your mind you need to sit cross-legged in a lotus position you need to breathe in this way at this speed it's not understanding that as human beings we all have different experience internal experiences because when you get if you if, if you don't do that it just adds to your stress you, oh yes. It's counterproductive, you, and you, like you said, Pam, it's it's. I'm not doing this right. How you know everybody else can do it, I can't do it. What exactly? Doing. Yes. And you know you give up after two minutes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to in the early days of my hypnotherapy career. I used to mop up unbelievable amounts of people who had previously gone yeah. to see a hypnotherapist whose name I wouldn't mention and would go in and they'd come to see me and I'd say have you had hypnotherapy before and they'd say yes but it didn't work and I say well how do you know it didn't work and they'd say I wasn't asleep and I'd say well that is so wrong that that previous hypnotherapist wouldn't now you wouldn't have said no you're not going to be asleep you'll hear everything that I say your mind may wander off, but you'll hear absolutely everything. Because that one line wasn't told to them, they would then sit there going, I'm not asleep, it's not working, I'm not asleep, it's not working. <laughs> and therefore, everything he's telling them, which would be good stuff about positivity or breaking smoking habits, everything he's saying to them isn't being heard because the conscious mind is saying, this isn't working, I'm okay. not asleep. Mm-hmm. So I find it absolutely, I find it fascinating and actually quite scary that there are people out there teaching meditation and saying, if you can't clear your mind, you can't do this. Yeah. That's, that is, to me, almost criminal. Because you are, and it's, it's the people who go along 
when they feel uncomfortable and and out of the norm it's those people who are the people who really need the help yeah so that's in many ways when I'm doing even a meditation class for a corporate uh, customer where people have it's been suggested that they go along it's maybe not their first decision it's been suggested to go along I will do nice simple breathing techniques to start with we would talk about meditation nice simple muscle relaxation techniques and as you do a little technique and then get feedback folk will go yes I felt different with that that's great and by the end when I used to do seven or eight hour training days with people by the end of it they would be deep 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 in relaxation without me hardly doing anything and I'd be able to say now that feeling that you have there with your breath so slow and heaviness in the body and and in touch with all your resources and skills that's meditation and they go wow that means i can meditate yeah brilliant yeah that's definitely something i've taken from your um your recordings andrew is the power of breath and i think um it's probably something really that i should have been much more aware of as a massage therapist but i just i wasn't really until probably maybe two or three years ago when just taking a couple of deep breaths can completely change how you feel um and you do some recordings on the app um breath of life i think they're called is that right yeah and they're they're it's honestly they're amazing they just they change the way you feel they definitely help me relax. This whole idea of breathing from your stomach rather than from your chest, because that's that's what babies do, isn't it? I'm right in saying that babies yes. from their stomach, and and there's a benefit to that, but I'm not entirely sure what it is, and you would know what that is because you're the expert. But well, as you said, there's so diaphragmatic breathing, which is what it's called in in sort of more Western terms, but it's also called yogic breathing, deeper breathing, belly breathing, meditation breathing. But it's it's basically shifting your breath down into the diaphragm, down into the stomach. And when you inhale, you're expanding the stomach out. Now, as you quite rightly said, when you look at a baby lying on its back and breathing, it's the belly that rises and falls. But we just, as we go into our, our, our teenage years and into, our, into adulthood, we, we tend to just breathe a little shallower. That's It's as simple as that. It happens with most folk. They're breathing mostly from their chest. And what happens is that when you get stressed, you breathe shallower and higher. It doesn't mean that your lungs are moving, but it's that's what happens. If, you, if you've ever been unfortunate enough to have a panic attack or witness someone having a panic attack, they're almost breathing in their collarbones. It's like, <laughs> like that, you see? Now, if stress and anxiety leads to people breathing quicker and higher, surely the opposite effect has to be true. That to reverse panic, stress, anxiety, you, you, you breathe deeper and slower. And people who, are, who have never had experience of Eastern practices or meditation or stress management, even people like that still know if they see someone in stress, they'll put their hand on their back and say, come on, mate, take a, take a deep breath. 
Yeah. It's it's built into us that yeah, we should be doing true. that. We just forget it. Yeah. So when you when you take a conscious breath and you gently take it down into the stomach, and it takes a little while, it takes a little bit of practice to retrain the body to do this because it's it's just habit. But when you do that, you're taking a lot of what's happening up here in the conscious mind, all the, oh my God, oh my God, I can't cope, I don't know what to do. And you're taking, you're, you're dissolving some of the thoughts up here down into the body, and that's called grounding yourself. It's shifting you, shifting your attention from your conscious mind into your belly. Secondly, you're taking more oxygen in, which always helps no matter what, and thirdly, and this is one of the great benefits of diaphragmatic breathing I've seen over the years. When you breathe from the belly and it's moving out and in, you're giving all the internal organs a lovely gentle massage. massage. And there are so many people out there who, if they've been dealing with stress and anxiety, will feel that in their stomach. Digestive problems, irritable bowel syndrome, too much acid, blah, 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 the list goes on. It's where most of us feel that. We feel it in our belly. We feel the stress here. Yeah. And what happens is over the years when I've taught this to people, an awful lot of them will say, will come back, I'll get an email six months later and they'll say, isn't it funny? I've been doing deeper breathing and the symptoms of my IBS have got much, 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 much less, much more reduced. And that's because they're A, relaxing, B, they're finding that they're a bit more in control over how they feel and C, they're moving a bit of their body that hasn't really moved for years mm-hmm. in a rhythmic fashion and it's helping all the all the issues within the stomach. It's fascinating. It is. One of the things that I will always, always say, and I say this about everything I teach, do not be fooled by the simplicity of changing your breathing. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say yeah. that. We, we mm-hmm. overthink things as humans. Almost, there'll be people listening thinking, what, so I can do all that just because of my breathing? But surely yes. I need to do X, Y, and Z as well. And it's like, yeah. no, no, you really don't. And, and I, think, I think that's what we need to be shouting about a lot more is that it's, it's just because it's simple does not mean it's effective. <laughs> you know, it's it's very effective. Yeah. So Yeah, and breath work is becoming much more popular these yeah. days. Mm-hmm. The terminology breath work is mm-hmm. I keep seeing it pop up time and time again and it's yeah. just a way of controlling your breath and and the, the difference it can make in people is, is extraordinary. Yeah, no. One one kind of example to 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 suggest to people is that when, when People know about your fight or flight mode, mm. um, which is your sympathetic nervous system. You've also got your rest and digest, which is your parasympathetic nervous system. So, as you breathe, what you're what you're doing is you're you're tapping into your rest and digest. You're 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 trying to your fight or flight has become really high alert and that's probably because you're busy, you're homeschooling, you're, you're working from home, when's lockdown going to end, you know. Um, so your, your stress levels are up here. Um, but with, with breathing, what you're doing is you're, you're tapping into your rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system, um, which will then overtake and your stress hormones will relax, you know, they'll, they'll decrease um, and it just, yeah. It's, it is that simple. It really I, is. 
I've never heard that phrase rest and digest. I love that. That's awesome. All right. Ooh. Every day's a school day. Every day is yeah. a school day. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that happens is that we have this amazing set of resources within us, in the inner mind, all our skills and abilities and our strengths. The parts of us that really can find solutions to almost everything that's going on in our lives. The, the, but the little bit of the mind, that this little bit here, the conscious mind, gets overwhelmed really quickly. It doesn't take much happening before we can't see the wood for the trees. Mm -hmm. So what happens normally is that we get overwhelmed, we hold on to stress too long, we bite at people, we, we have too much wine, we reach for the cigarettes, we, we kick the dog, we... we, oh. we, we don't well, be kicking dogs. Disclaimer: don't, don't kick dogs. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not implying that people should kick dogs to get rid of stress. But you know what I mean. We all have a yeah. breaking point. Absolutely. Yeah. We can't see the solution, and and eventually, things pass and we get back in control, and that might take two or three hours or two or three days, yeah. or in some cases two or three weeks. We have a, a breakdown. What happens with relaxation techniques and meditation is that it makes it makes the ability to get back into control much quicker, much shorter. So we can we can stop, we can breathe, we can take ourselves deep within and just gently allow it and and much quicker than normal without doing it, this bit here that's all over the place starts to settle down and we start to access the big computer. And we start to think, okay, so, okay, I need to phone this person, and then, then I need to explain this to this, and then I need to go and find the dog that's run away. And I need to, Apologize. I don't need a cigarette, and I don't need this, and I don't need that. Right, and then we start to realize, again, this word control. We're back in a little bit more control than we normally have been, and we've done it much quicker. And that is, that can be almost magical. Yeah. And the more you can realize that you have the ability to do it with a little bit of gentle practice and repetition, um, is, is, you know, can be a profound turning point for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's understanding that you can take five minutes away from whatever it is that's overwhelming you to do that. I mean, we're, we're, we're a society that, that sits in front of our laptops and just thinks, you know, I need to power on through. You know, this this is how it's meant to be. You know, people will respect me and admire me because I'm just, you know, bashing on. Whereas, you know, if you just, if you took some time away for you to do breathing, stretching, going outside, a, a bit of nature, all that kind of stuff, it allows you to, like you said, take that control and come back and you'll find that yourself regenerated, more creative, the, the, the solution that you couldn't find because you were you were sitting in front of your laptop for two hours has suddenly, magically come to you. Um, and it's it's about getting across to people that you, that you need to have that time. You can't just sit endlessly on Zoom calls, spreadsheets, emails, you know, you need yeah. to that time away and we're not talking I mean I would love for you to go away and, and take your lunch hour um, periodically throughout the day it's so important for you to just step away from what you're doing and it just it it gives you that clarity to then go back in 
see and, and see the wood for the trees. Yeah. You, and you become more, you know, you, you, you get your motivation back, you become more productive. And like I said, that, that task that seemed so overwhelming is now actually, do you know what? It's easy. Yeah. Yep. I can, I can tell you without a word of a lie, and this happens with an awful lot of men, but I will say to them, if we're doing, if I'm doing training, I will say, if you do 20 minutes of meditation in the morning, you will be more productive, more creative, uh, more level-headed. You will see solutions. You will, you will have better relationships with your yeah. with your colleagues, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. And that gets, gets split right down the middle. There will be people who will say, "I don't have time to take 20 minutes off. I'm too busy." And they will, that's fine, that's their reality, and off they go and nothing really changes. And then there'll be people who will take that, my advice and go, well, I'll, I'm gonna test this. And they do it for a period of time, generally between two to three weeks. It takes about three weeks to create a habit. And almost 100% of that the time, people will come back and say, I actually am getting more done. I'm taking half of 20 minutes out of my working day. Yeah. I am getting more done. Yeah. Because my focus is now on... Now, I don't want to su suggest that it's to get more focus on work, but if mm. your mind is clearer, you'll just have greater concentration. You'll be, When you get in touch with your resources, you'll be much more productive in less time, and it will seem an, a happier experience. Yeah. Um, and it's that happens almost 100% of the time. Interesting. Yes. We could speak to you forever, Andrew, I'm conscious of time. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we're obviously incredibly privileged that you are part of the, the PS team. Uh, you're one of the practitioners that eventually will be with us in our physical building, but until we get to that point, uh, as the listeners may well know, we are we are putting that model, if you like, online, and we're delivering yeah. our five key areas of wellness, which are mental health, uh, fitness, nutrition, remedial treatments, and, and spa treatments, and we're delivering that to uh, companies and individuals who who maybe feel that they need that, especially at this point. So it's about keeping people well remotely, and that's obviously something you've got years of experience in doing. Um, so thank you for being one of our, our uh, wider team because we, we think that's fantastic. Um, but what we're interested to know about you, Andrew, is what wellness, what wellness means for you. Um, when you hear the word wellness, is it something that you think has been diluted a bit or do you think it's great that so many more people are talking about it? What does it mean for you? I think it's changed over the last 10 years. I think we, we're now we're now in a situation where most people are understanding the benefits of good mental health yeah. and having the ability to talk about it and share. And um, I also think, we've, we talked about this before we started recording, that an awful lot of people in the last 10 months are starting to realize the importance of what we used to take for granted just getting out and stretching your legs, just taking fresh air, the power of conversation or meeting someone in real life, another human being, <laughs> meeting that. another human being, <laughs> imagine that. And, uh, and I think there is going to be such a, a gear shift. I hope that, I hope 
the, the little signs of positivity that are coming out of this pandemic will continue with a lot of people looking after their physical and their mental health a bit longer and and sharing the the simpler things in life and the joy rather than as you said earlier all these people sitting at the laptop and doing 10 hours because they think that's the best thing to do um wellness means a different thing to different folk but as i said earlier if you can go to bed at night and within a couple of minutes be fast asleep and wake up in the morning and think okay i feel completely refreshed that's you're you're better off than 60 or 70 percent of the population that's the dream isn't it that sounds that, is a, the dream. A, that sounds amazing um that's really interesting it's true wellness wellness definitely means different things to different people and that's that's something that's really at the heart of our core values at ps it's about understanding it's not a one-stop shop it's a very fluid thing it changes daily sometimes depending on your own personal circumstances so yeah it's definitely yeah. different we've mentioned your app a few times andrew you must tell the listeners how they can download it where they can find it well, um, if you go to my website, which is andrewjohnson.co.uk, uh, or just put my name into Google, uh, I'm there somewhere, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, uh, and the website has all the links to all the apps I have, including my latest sort of subscription app, which has it's got 400 recordings on it, uh, um, covering a huge amount of topics. Yeah. So uh, I'm very proud of it. Which Pam and I both subscribe to. Yes, we we both and and genuinely, I I discovered it properly in the summer of last year. So probably about three months into lockdown, and I wish I'd. But it's my only regret is that I wish I'd found it sooner, because um, I just love it. And also, you do. Are you still doing your eight o'clock live? You were doing Facebook yes, circle. Yeah. Yeah. You yes, I'm. Yeah, I'm doing them on a different platform. It's still free Monday to Thursday. But uh-huh. I'm doing seven days a week, eight right. o'clock in the morning. Uh, I think I'm now on day three hundred and fifteen or something. That's amazing. That's that. It's, that's got to be some form of world record. <laughs> we should investigate. It is for me. <laughs> <laughs> we should investigate it. Well, what we'll do is when we when we um, we'll have all the information on the the, the notes yeah. part of the podcast so that people can connect with you because uh, I think definitely now more than ever people need something mental health is just at the center of everything and we all need to look after it and and your guided meditations and things definitely have made a huge difference both myself and Lindsay so thank you well that's that's very kind it is a it's a small piece of the jigsaw but it can be an important piece absolutely yeah thank you very much indeed it's been great chatting thank you thank you um, next week, we're going to be speaking to Al Langlands, who is a personal trainer and nutrition specialist. He's also a crazy ultra endurance athlete. Um, until then, please like, share and, and comment. And you can contact us for more information about our bespoke online wellness programmes so that um, you and your employees can remain motivated and engaged within your business. So you can find us at pswellnessedinburgh.com. And thank you for listening and join us next time for uh, some more wellness in your world. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.